It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. If you're a regular listener to our program, you know that we do everything we possibly can to help the veterans and let them know about things that are available to them. And this is something that's uh, very exciting, and it's good to have with us in the studio uh, former mayor, Ben Lathrop. It's been a long time since uh, he's been in the studio. And Tom Lee, who's also been on our show before. So we welcome you both to the program. Thanks for coming in. Well, thanks, too, and thanks for all you do for our community. Well, anything we can do for the veterans. Uh, and you've uh, started this uh, in the making. Uh, is this something new, or do you come up with this, uh, veterans helping veterans? Well, yes, it is new. But uh, first of all, I want to th- uh, thank all the uh, veterans out there for their service. God bless them. Yeah, can never do well, that enough. No, unfortunately. But uh, being uh, veterans ourselves, it's extremely difficult how we came home. But uh, there are other people that didn't make it home, mm-hmm. which is so sad. Uh, we are relatively new, yes, sir. We're uh, we have an EIN number and a non- we're nonprofit. So if anybody's within the listening audience here, we'd appreciate your support, whether it be a T sponsor or a sponsor. You can get a hold of me, uh, Veterans Helping Veterans, on one sixteen Maori Avenue in Norwich. I'm the uh, so-called uh, treasurer. Uh, I know there's so much to it. We have a wonderful golf tournament on June twentieth. 10:30 at Norwich Golf Course, which is going to be unbelievable. But uh, I don't want to take over the mic. I want uh, my good friend, Vietnam veteran here, Tom Lee, to speak a little. So, Tom Lee, uh, veterans helping veterans of uh, this organization. Obviously, we hope will build bigger and bigger and bigger. What, what is the, uh, what, uh, what are we expecting to develop from this? Well, the goal for us is to uh, try to provide service dogs for uh, veterans in crisis. Um, we're, we're presently losing 22 veterans a day to suicide. And, of course, I'm sure it all uh, is due to PTSD. So our mission here is to raise money to provide service dogs, which are pretty ex- pricey, um, for, for other veterans who are struggling, they're whatever kind of crisis that they're going through, and um, dogs help. I mean, anybody out there who has a dog just for their pet, they, you know the importance of uh, just having that dog around you, and uh, it helps comfort. And so, as Ben said, you know, we're, we're selling <coughs> tea boxes, you know, for our golf tournament. Um, they're $150 a, a sponsor, um, which maybe some people can't afford, which uh, we understand, but... We will take any donation to uh, fulfill this mission. So where do we find these service dogs? Are, are they easy to get to? Uh, I've seen some wonderful uh, videos of how they have really saved people's lives, people coming back from uh, combat, and, uh, and they have these dogs. I've even seen it with horses, but uh, where do you find these dogs? Well, so uh, as far as the dogs go, there's a lot of organizations within. I think I've gotten uh, probably 12, 14 uh, businesses that are involved with uh, therapy dogs. There's some local. Yes. And uh, our, our visionary objective when we first started this wasn't for therapy dogs. We were going to have a place at Rally Point 
and have been able to have a clinician of some sort visit these uh, veterans that have suicidal tendencies, and that's our main con control mm -hmm. with what we're doing. We're doing it for veterans to help save lives, but my Lord, have you ever seen a dog 24-7? They're right there with their master, right and there, it, yeah. it brings tears to your eyes when it's, it's one of those things that I... I uh, I'm 76 years old, and I want to continue this, and we've got people in place to continue the legacy of supporting veterans, and that's what it's all about. Are you, are you both uh, Vietnam I know you are, Ben. Yes. You're timely yes. Vietnam yeah. veterans. Yes. yes, sir. So what was, it like to, what was it like for you two when you got back home? I mean, some people... Um, for us, it was a lot different. Um, yeah. You know, guys, guys and gals who uh, get deployed now get deployed as a unit. You know, mm -hmm. So they, they've trained together, they've been together, they go together. For Ben and I and other Vietnam veterans, we went solo and we came home solo. So we didn't have, you know, the, the great response from, let's say, the community that veterans have today. So it was a little different for us. Well, I must add to that because uh, I'm sure you did, I did. People thought I was nuts when I said this, but I got spit on and heckled when I got home. Yeah, I remember and, those days. Yeah. I'll never forget those yeah. days. Yeah. There was an awful and, lot uh, of that going on. It was, it was, it was sad. It, it was, was too it sad. Was One time, sad. Sue, I couldn't even talk about it. I, you yeah, know, I, I know. And I know Tommy, too. I started crying like a little baby. No, I had friends in Vietnam, and they, you know, they didn't want to mention they ever were there, and they didn't want to look like a soldier. And finally, I think we got some brains. And now that they are respected... As they should be. Yeah. Took uh, a while, though, Stu. Yeah, I know. Believe me, I know. Well, I, we're still suffering, Stu. You no, know. I understand. What the VA is doing now, uh, reading some of the news, and like Tommy would say, didn't know how, how true it is when you get some editorials in the papers. Uh, VA is supposedly using money for other cases, and specifically the immigrants. But uh, I'm not too happy with hap what's happening there. Uh, our ancestors came into Ellis Island, waved to Lady Liberty, got their green card, and of persevered. Of course. It's common sense. So uh, tell me about the, the VA. Uh, you know, I always hear that it's it's been improving considerably. Uh, Tom, is that the case? Besides, uh, yeah, I, of course, I, Ben has a good point about, you know, the money and all that. Yeah, I, I think the, the VA has come quite a way since, uh, since we got, you know, back from Vietnam. Um, Back then, it was it was hard to approach the VA and and put a claim in with, especially for let's say Agent Orange. I mean, it probably took most veterans a good twenty twenty five years to get their claims recognized for Agent Orange. And so today, um, they're they're starting to look into that uh, vigorously and helping you know guys that were affected by that. Um, I, I I lost a dear friend in two thousand six to pancreatic cancer. Uh, he served two tours with the Marine Corps, and um, <laughs> sorry, um, it was it was yeah. it was due to his exposure to Agent Orange, and he had a claim in for years, and it was just never recognized. But uh, which is really sad because it should have been. And even his his doctors, when he was at Smilo, said that this cancer's got to be related to some kind of chemical. And um, so his his claim was never recognized, and that's sad. Very sad because something that was so obvious. Yeah, you don't have to be a doctor to understand the stuff that they were throwing down there, Ben. That's uh, so. Finally, um, mm -hmm. 
You get some restitution for that, or how yeah, does that uh, work? Now? We both do, but uh, it's not something that uh, I want to discuss. But I would like to okay, no, say I, I uh, to the audience, and I'm sure Tom will agree with me. Anybody that needs help, we're here to help you file your paperwork. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, you can go online and see what you can do to file a form out. Then you then you take your DD form two fourteen. And you send it to uh, VA in London, if it's southeastern Connecticut, and they forward it to West Haven for a review board. And there's benefits out there, and some people will, will not because they, it took me 12 years. 12 years. I've got a, a, you know, prostate cancer, carotid artery surgery, neuropathy, and high blood pressure. 12 years. No family history. So that's where my uh, mm-hmm. percentage came in. And... Uh, also to add, Ben, um, any any veteran in New London County, um, the the veteran office in New London is superb, unbelievable. You know, they they are great down there. Yeah, so. we want to. I want to implement this all. You know, uh, and I certainly want a big fundraiser for what you're doing. But I want people to know about other, <laughs> excuse me, venues. Hi, welcome. You have a question for my guests? Okay, somebody left the building there. So, um, yeah, still may yeah. I say this because yeah. I know he listens to you every day. I want to say hello to a fellow veteran, Tom Burke. Oh, Tommy Burke. Yep. Okay. I had to fit that in. That's my buddy. Yeah, I know Tommy. Tommy for years. Yes, sir. So we have a lot of these coffee houses, which it seems like a really positive thing. They're popping up almost in every town. Um, these working out pretty good. Oh, I, I don't know. I, I've never been to... Uh, okay, I know once a week in Norwich and uh, some of the others. And these are for veterans. It's for veterans, and they uh, they bring in guests that can help you uh, certainly learn about things they may not be aware of, which is something, another reason you're here today. Hi, WYCH. Yes, thanks to all our veterans. God bless them all. I'd like to know more about the golf tournament. They said it was June 20th at 10.30 Norwich. Yes, ma'am. Um, I haven't seen it advertised anywhere. How much is it? How do they sign up? Okay, we'll get to all of that right now. Thank you. Thank you. You want to take this, Ben? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, thank you for calling. Uh, the, the application will be uh, uh, forwarded out in uh, the paper on the on here on the radio station, and we'll do a mailing, et cetera. But uh, we're probably a couple of weeks away from that. And I know June 20th is going to be upon us. We have a meeting with the committee, and uh, we want to be able to have a successful one. And with our mission of raising funds to support veterans is uh, unparalleled with anybody else. They all do it, and we want to be part of the, uh, you know, the uh, people that uh, consider veterans that have problems. So glad, willing, you make a lot of money with this. Um, then what's going to be the next step to promote? Veterans helping veterans. Well, we're going to develop a website. Uh, we're going to do a lot of different things, but uh, we, that's where we're having a meeting here soon to mm-hmm. discuss what our visionary objectives are after June 20th. This it will keep on going. And it, we don't want to hit everybody up. We want everybody to give from the heart for veterans. And I know there's a lot of people out there and the listening audience that agree with me. Even what uh, Tom said, uh, the T sponsors one fifty. We'll take any amount of donation because it comes to a good cause. So don't feel you're obligated to pay a T sponsor one hundred fifty. Send in what you can to support veterans. Can any dog become a service dog? I mean, uh, most dogs are. No, I, I don't. Pretty. I don't believe so. I mean, these dogs are well trained. Uh huh. Um, 
uh, dogs. I, I tend to see that most of them are Labradors, which is a that's beautiful, interesting. Yeah, which Labrador. is a beautiful animal. Their, their temperament's great. They're smart, <clears throat> and uh, they learn quickly. And they're uh, they're very supportive with you know with their masters, and um, but I'm sure that they're not the only dog out there. But uh, I tend to see mostly Labrador retrievers and Golden retrievers. So they're in a place. I'm trying to uh, the logistics. There's a place where these dogs are trained. Yes. And then um, when you're looking for one, they're they're ready for you. Well, you have to uh, put. The uh, veterans, the, the veteran together with the dog, and right. and uh, kind of <coughs> familiarize uh, the. Uh, I, I'm going to call it an applicant because they're going to have to apply. Right. And uh, thing is that uh, dogs are, as we can say, emotionally are unbelievable. 24/7, they're there. And once, uh, if you have some, like uh, uh, service dogs are. Such great companions for vet. I, I'm a, I've been a dog owner all my life, and I presently have two dogs. I had three. My, our, our older dog, uh, we had to put down last summer because she had. Well, she was 14 and a half years old, but she also had cancer, mm-hmm. and it was you know she was suffering. So, and they become so attached to you. They become family members. Oh, absolutely, you family, know. Yeah. So, and and. Imagine, you know, someone who is in crisis that has suicidal thoughts and they have no one around to, you know, to talk to or to be with. They have their dog, and that dog understands, you know, the emotion of what's going on with that individual, and there's a lot of support there. Are they very expensive? Yes. Yeah, that's... uh... Well, it depends on where you're getting them from, but, uh, you know, it's an expense, but you have to look at... Yeah, of course. All the agencies that are offering them. Uh, I had a call from a young lady from the town of Groton, uh, L.J. Fazaro's uh, officer that just got a, uh, a service dog from, uh, oh, God, puppies behind bars. They put them into some of the jails, and they, they train these dogs. No kidding. That's yeah. one instant. I mean, there's plenty of them. She's <clears> going to come down and talk to us. But yeah. somebody in Legend, there's a Norwich police officer that has an, a, a, a dog uh uh, facility that he, he trains with, and uh, we're, we're just happy to be able to, uh, you know, fulfill some somebody that has uh, uh, problems. But let me emphasize the fact: our fundraising isn't just for that. We want to keep this going, so we'll have a, a crisis in need is one. But uh, we have Tom's hooked up with somebody that supplies uh, ho- uh, homes for homeless veterans. That hasn't materialized yet, but no, uh, this is great. We're not yeah. only doing just this for uh, <clears throat> your companion dog companions, but I'd like to emphasize one thing: that uh, two young ladies, one from the VA, uh, Stephanie Chiapa, unbelievable young lady, so gifted, and uh, she has saved my life. I can say that. And uh, another lady that's in the Veterans Crisis Line, uh, Jess Casella, she sent me all some uh, items for to hand out at our golf uh, tournament. But uh, could I read the number? One Absolutely, number? of course. Veterans Crisis Line, I want everybody to, mm-hmm. it's, it's on our flyer. Veterans Crisis Line is 1-800-273-8255, and you press 1. Anybody within this listening audience is having a problem, please. Uh, call that number and and you know, they'll respond like instantly and uh, we don't want to lose any any veterans anymore because uh, like Tom said 22 a day and every 65 minutes 
sad. Sad. We we, one, we one want to contribute to keep saving lives. Yeah. One, one a day is too many. Of course, and then yeah. we can really dig into the homeless issue. Of course, so let me take these calls first of all. Hi, WICH. Good morning, Stu. Good morning to your guests. Thank you. Go ahead, sir. I want sir. to salute them. I want to salute them for taking on this uh, project. Uh, I'm good friends with both of them, uh, Benny and Tommy. Uh, they're doing a yeoman's job. I thank them for putting this together, and I'm sure it's going to be a huge success. So, uh, and thank you for you, Stu, for everything you do and talking about the veterans and for having these two Vietnam veterans on the air today to ex- uh, explain their mission. Uh, it's certainly uh, very worthwhile. They're two great guys and uh, I wish them the best of luck. Thank you, Mayor Pete. We're going uh, to promote the heck out of this. Thank you for calling. I might say about that gentleman, Mr. Burke, uh, he epitomizes a true veteran. He is so supportive. Yes. You know, as, as we mentioned earlier, we're losing 22 veterans a day, but that may not even be the true statistic. I mean, it's probably more. Um, yeah, that's uh, so you say one is too much. So, uh, former mayor Ben Lathrop and Tom Lee with us, veterans from uh, who were were in. Uh, okay, the phones are okay. Veterans from Vietnam who are with us today and trying to help other veterans. And what could be better than that? You're on the air. Welcome. Hi there. Hello. Hi. Hello, you're on. Am I on? Yes, you are, sir. Hi, Father Stu. Thanks for taking my call. I want to thank the two veterans uh, for being a part of the Veterans Helping Veterans. I'm a veteran myself. I frequent the Rose City Senior Center. I talk with a mental health counselor once a week, and they at the center have started a support group last month actually they started it and you know there's a lot to be learned uh, what I hear about the statistics about the veterans and taking their lives I'm just beginning to get into learning more about intrusive thoughts so that's the reason I'm calling because the intrusive thoughts are, are possibly a part of emotional health As emotional health is a part of overall health so I just wanted to put that in there for information alright thank you for the call sir I appreciate it 895252WICH welcome to the program good morning Stu I'd like to talk uh, about veterans for a couple seconds sure I just got out of the uh, rehab home for about a month in North Wyndham Connecticut uh, the name of the place uh, escapes me right now. But my roommate is 80-something years old. He's a veteran of the Air Force. He was a pilot. He flew 600 missions in the 60s and the 70s over uh, uh, Russia, China, Japan, Vietnam, and he was stationed in Alaska for a while. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was very impressive. <clears throat> um, then I met another man I was talking to, a nurse. 
She says, I want to introduce you to another veteran, she says. The gentleman was 93 years old. He comes up to me. His first name is Herb. And he was over in, in the Army, and he went over to Japan after the uh, uh, bomb was dropped on uh, uh, Hiroshima. He sh- she says, shake hands with him. He shook my hands. He almost broke my hand, for Christ's sakes. Mm-hmm. And then he says to me, he says, I'm left-handed. Try the other hand. And I shook hands with him. He almost broke the other hand. I would have said one hand is enough, but okay. <laughs> what a grip. Mm-hmm. Now I'm thinking to myself, we don't have too many World War II veterans in this country left, do we? Not many. No, as a matter of fact, a listener just sent me something of uh, her uncle or some who's 99 and uh, so articulate. He may be on uh, television in some documentary. But anyway, go ahead, sir. Well, you know, uh, these two gentlemen are in a convalescent home. They're residents. And let me tell you something I found out, that uh, loneliness is a big thing up there in those rehab convalescent centers. Because uh, one of the gentlemen was showing me his family, and he was crying while he was showing me his family. But I, I, I would really think that somebody maybe in Willimantic or BFW could get in touch about once every couple of months with these guys and have a couple of guys come in and visit them. That's a good idea. I'm glad um, you called on this because that's what this organization is going to expand and, and do lots of things like that, um, veterans helping veterans. So I'm glad you brought up that point, sir. I appreciate uh, everybody's time. Thank you very much. Thank you. Stu, I want to stress the fact that uh, from your uh, listening audience that we will come as a uh, committee of veterans helping veterans talk to anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know there's a lot of <clears throat> excuse me veterans out there that you know they go to the coffee houses and that's their way of uh, dealing with a crisis to some degree. But uh, we just want to make sure we're making a difference, and uh, that's our our motto, which is a lot of people's motto. We want to make a difference in the veterans' lives. Well, to, to help. Actually, what the last gentleman that was just on, I mean, I, I think that's a great, great idea, what he suggests, you know, because we do have a lot of elderly veterans, you know, some from World War II and probably more from the Korean War. And um, to visit these gentlemen and these ladies who served, um, I think that's a great idea. And mm-hmm. I think younger veterans should, you know, put on that cap and, you know, follow through with something like that. We're going to be back with Ben Lee. <laughs> Ben Lathrop. See, you guys are buddy. You can share your names. Ben Lathrop and uh, Tom Lee. In just a moment, let me take a short break. 89.5252. If you'd like to call, we'll tell you certainly how to get involved in that golf tournament fundraiser for veterans helping veterans again before we close out our interview. But we've got a lot of things to talk about. Stay with us. Ben Lathrop and Tom Lee, veterans who are with us, talking about helping other veterans. And uh, we were talking on the break about some of the younger veterans. Um, this is very interesting. Are reluctant to to say they're hurting because they think they're they're not brave or they're soft or whatever. What what, what is that about? Do you think? I'm not sure what it's about. I mean, I'm sure that they're if if they're not willing to, you know, seek help for whatever's going on with them. And um, we as other veterans need to maybe seek those individuals out and, Mm -hmm. you know, show them that we're there to help. There's other people there to help. And um, 
veterans helping veterans, I think that is definitely the way for younger veterans to get you know get the help they might need is being approached by other maybe even older veterans like Ben and I uh, sure you know it'd be, be easier to talk to another veteran and yeah. just recently um, somebody said that I think a relative a grandfather who had never talked about it and took him years and years to do so and right yes and I guess everybody has their own timetable on that well, I'll, I'll add to that Stu it's funny you say that because uh Years ago, we had a cottage down in Squamacut, and it was an old-fashioned screen door, and it would, people would come in, and it would bang, and it bothered me. And, you know, my wife didn't know why until about mm-hmm. two years later why I couldn't take the banging, and I didn't share my military life with too many people. Sure. But uh, now it seems so important to me, but now she knew why I didn't like the loud noises. Strange as it's come to be, you no, know. I understand that. I understand that. And, and, it, and it's funny. So every every time I hear a helicopter, you know, I I have to stop and find out where it is. Yeah. Still, there's little things day. that people don't realize yeah, that you yeah. go through. I mean, I was involved in a really bad car accident, and um, for a long time after. And this is not fighting in a war or being in a war zone. But every time I heard of a loud noise, it was like. I would feel. Sure. I can imagine what you guys feel, and that's called PTSD. Yeah, and that's the name of. Let's talk a little bit about uh, homeless veterans. Uh, you know, I don't want to get things too aggravating, well, but there are a lot of people who uh, are coming over our, our borders illegally who are getting much better accommodations than some of our veterans who are homeless. And uh, what can we do to make that better? Well, um, we're in the process of we're going to meet with this woman, and I. I apologize. I, I, I forget her name. Her first name is Taylor. That's all I can remember. But she um, has several uh, facilities, senior facilities. I think they're in Tallinn County, Hartford County, and in Middlesex County. And she will house homeless veterans at no charge. But we haven't met with her yet. It's just, we, I just was introduced to this woman recently uh, within the past week. And Ben and I are going to meet with her in the next couple of weeks and, and go forward with mm-hmm. our program, her program, and um, just make this whole thing evolve to help. So you two are going to be meeting a saint very soon. That's nice. Yeah, it sounds What it. a wonderful thing, huh? Yeah. Well, also, I'm on the uh, Housing Authority Board as a commissioner, and uh, we're trying to uh, research getting some housing for some homeless veterans and uh you know, I have to say, uh, people react when it's catastrophic. But, you know, every time you speak of something as a problem, it's catastrophic because you have to take control and try to solve the problem. That's where it, sometimes it comes in that people give up. I use a, I use a phrase that uh, when you retire, you uh, fight for your benefit. You, you uh, file, you're denied, and you die. And that's what's been going through Veterans Group because it takes that long. Uh, and it's sad because we're here as a uh, liaison between us on veterans helping veterans and the VA. So, and I couldn't ask for a better guy right there, Tom yeah, Lee. You know, we need people like you that really uh, bring the attention and the focus. So, um, once this is really rolling and it can start rolling right now, you gave us an emergency number and things like that, which I will keep here. People will contact you and say, look, I, I know somebody that needs a service dog, or how will this work? 
Let me take that? Yeah, please. Well, <clears throat> again, in the stages of uh, doing this, and of course, anything takes money, but yeah. uh, we, we want to make it so we don't. it doesn't cost a veteran any money, and that's why we're doing our fundraising. It's going to take a little while. We're, we're getting all this off the ground with the golf tournament, and we're going to continue it. So we can have extra money to not only deal with, uh, you know, with therapy dogs, but this is essentials for a veteran, whether it's uh, housing or anything. We want we want to help veterans, mm -hmm. and that's our main our mission is to make a difference, that's and we are yeah. going to make a difference. Well, thank you so much for coming in. So let's uh, let's uh, just go, let me take this call here. We got a lot of veterans that listen to our program. Hi, welcome. Yes, hi. I'm the wife of an Afghanistan veteran, and here's some younger, and here's something, a couple of things that the veterans that I know of and that he knows of really need. If you really get this thing off the ground and start doing fundraisers, a van. There are veterans that, yeah, we know we got homeless. That's really bad. but. Just a veteran that might need a ride here or there. Um, having a van, and you can get a ride on it if you have a DD-214, um, and maybe a younger driver. Um, I see big things that can happen, because like even towns like even Preston, they have, I believe, still have a senior van that takes their you know people in town to the grocery store and this and that. I think the one thing that they need is a van for getting around. Okay. That is one problem that I know. Well, we're glad you brought that up because uh, we like hearing from the folks and uh, appreciate uh, your husband, who's a veteran. You said he was in Afghanistan. Yeah, he gets a ride share to his hospital appointments. But I'll tell you, this is from northeastern Connecticut. So I think a local one would help, but I am thankful that we have right. one that does. Thank you and for calling. We'll come and get him. Thanks All for right, bringing it thank up. Thank you. I'd like to comment on that if I could, please. Certainly, Ben. Part of our visionary objective is to have a... Uh, this came from Eric Bickers, who is a veteran on our uh, committee. He's a veteran service officer for the state, and he talked about a van that would be advantageous, and, and I'll tell you why. If we could use it within the local southeastern Connecticut, it'd be great because a VA van is available, but if they pick you up in the morning, you're not going to get home until late at night. That's where it's not advantageous. So we would like to make it geographically and demographically that we would serve a certain population, but we would not turn our back on a veteran. Don't get me wrong, but we're looking at that too. That's we're in our, our foundation stage with the golf tournament. We're going to continue to raise money for stuff that's very important to a lot of veterans and a lot of people like yourself, Sue. W I C H I. Hello there. Right. Yes, sir. I'd like to thank Ben and Tommy uh, Lee for doing what they're doing, and I'd just like to remind them. I don't know if they've heard of Reason to Ride. What's it called? Reason, Reason to, ride. to Ride, yes. Yeah, it's an organization we started 25, 26 years ago, and I really believe that we could work together. Uh, my son, uh, Dan Martin, and Dan Barber are uh, head of the organization, and we have trouble sometimes finding people to help out. And our main objective is to help homeless veterans or anybody doing hard times uh, with uh, paying their bills, utility bills, oil bills, rent, deposits for rent, et cetera, et cetera. And I believe the service dog 
part could come into into the reason to ride, and I think they could work with with you guys. So uh, I mentioned to my son Danny, and he's up in Plainfield. He couldn't get the the station uh, on today, but uh, Jim Reed is on our uh, committee, also oh, for ReasonToRide.org. Mm-hmm. And like I say, it can be looked up uh, by that way, ReasonToRide.org. And uh, we've been doing a lot of good work for 25 years, and. I just think we could help you guys out and work together some way, some form. I think it'd be great if you folks collaborate, and uh, the bigger the better. So that'd be great. I yeah. think Tom uh, Burke was involved with that for a number of years. Uh, not re- he rode. I know he rode. I, I don't think he was on the committee or so, but he supported us uh, quite quite a bit. Uh, and he uh, he was a VFW uh, commander several times right. at, at different command places. You know, so great veteran. But uh, yeah, he yeah. he spoke of it and. Uh, yeah. I, I just wrote this down, and uh, Tom or I will get a hold of you. Uh, you know, we'll uh, we'll see what we can do to get a meeting going. But uh, yeah. as as uh, we're doing right now, is uh, making people more aware of what our objectives are. And uh, WICH and Stube has uh, helped us immensely. And we hope that the listening audience will just yeah. help us out, please, because we need yeah. to help veterans. Well, I think you're on the right track, and I I, I really think that. Uh, the service dog could be something that I think that Reason Right could help you guys out with. So if uh, you can contact uh, Dan Martin or Dan Barber, uh, org, or they may even contact you guys through Jim Reed if possible. Okay. Yes. Um, I, I, live in, I live on the other side of the Connecticut River, so I'm not real familiar with, um, you know, programs up in the Norwich area, even though I grew mm-hmm. up here. Yeah. But um, I know the Elks Club in Westbrook has, um, has a right share for veterans. And, right. you know, for people down in that area that have to go to West Haven or Newington, and, uh-huh. and they have a they have a, a driver that or a few drivers. Listen, I hope you, I hope your folks all connect because uh, yeah. the stronger the better. Yeah, oh, I agree. I agree, and thank you guys for serving, and uh, thank you, Stu, for having them on. All right, thank you very much. Well, thank Appreciate you, sir. Bye. Great, great. Let's all get together and make it make it happen. Hi, WICH. Hi, Stu. Good morning. And I'd like to um, put my respects to Dan and Tommy, too. Um, but I think that you need to repeat that number for people that just came on the radio that didn't hear it. Which number would you like? The uh, That 1-800 number that oh, um, yeah. they can contact. Is that the 1-800-273? Yes. 1-800-273-8255. Press, okay, press 1. You. And then press 1 when you call it. So it's 1-800-273-8255, and then press 1. Okay, thank you. You're very welcome. Anyway, helping folks just by you two coming on today. This is great. This is wonderful. Thank you to you, Stu. Let's, uh, well, we've got uh, 18 minutes before uh, noon. Let's recapitulate and uh, to help this program naturally we need some donations but they're going to the right place and people that certainly deserve help and that uh, makes a difference when people get involved veterans helping veterans so one of your big fundraisers is going to be this golf tournament so let's kind of reiterate for those that tuned in late well it's going to be a uh, golf tournament that everybody will remember as both tom and i can attest to that we're in the organizing stages of it but uh it's going to be June 20th at 10.30, and uh, we're looking for, of course, sponsors and T-sponsors to help us uh, get this off. It's going to be a uh, high-end golf tournament, 
that uh, we're going to give back to people that participate. We don't want somebody to give us money for nothing. We, we've got a, a mission here. So uh, anybody within the uh, listening audience can get a hold of me at 116 Maury Avenue in Norwich here, and uh, we can talk, or you can send me uh, if funds can come. To, I'm the treasurer, so you can send the donations there, and we certainly appreciate it as a nonprofit, and we have an e EIN number, so we're legitimate, and we're going to be going fast forward. Any phone number that you'd like to leave? or 860-334-5403. That's my cell number. It's okay. Ben, ben isn't just the treasurer here. Ben is the chair, and he is the the main the main man, so to speak, in this organization we're putting together. Yeah, and, and I, I got to say, you are so too, and it's it's good to be with you, Tom. He's uh, no different than I am. He gets, gets the emotions and uh, moves forward. Let's make a difference. Yeah, well, you two are making a difference, and uh, well, anything we can do for you, as always. Uh, ben and Tom will do that. We'll continually promote it here on WICH. And any updates, you can call me on the phone anytime. Oh, beautiful. Just, you know, just just call the show. Well, as Ben mentioned in the golf tournament, um, you know, the, the T sponsors are $150, which mm -hmm. some people can't afford. Now, the golf tournament itself, for, uh, for an individual to play in the tournament, is going to be $200, which a lot of people think is kind of high. But it's really not. If you look at some other golf tournaments around the area that really aren't on a mission like we're on, it's 175, 185 per person. Sure. So the, the 200 dollars mm -hmm. per you know per individual is um, it's not that much if you think about what the mission is all about, and uh, that's how I feel about so it. So when you say high end, you don't have to be a scratch golfer. I mean, I would be low end. Right. Right. Could make me in the low end. Uh, <laughs> Actually, we we prefer golfers like myself with like a twenty-two handicap. <laughs> mm -hmm. well, I wish I had that. <laughs> well, this golf tournament is going to be something that everybody will remember. And like I'm said about the two hundred dollars, uh, we have. Uh, let for instance, I'm not going to elaborate in detail the whole thing, but uh, door prizes. I've been to plenty of golf tournaments. Uh, T-shirts. Mm -hmm. Wine, etc. We not we don't have any of that. We we have twenty one hundred dollar gift certificates for door prizes, mm. and that that's a drawer itself. I've got some other sponsors that uh, they're going to give us some uh, help, uh, and uh, you know the case is what we're giving back. My lord, it's, it's going to be a great tournament. But I didn't want to mean to emphasize just on that, Stu. But uh, the whole tournament itself with Mike Schwab's help. From, uh, oh, Mike, he's a good man. Uh, unbelievable. Yeah. But um, he, also, Ben, I, I'd like to put out there that um, the person that's doing the signs for us for the tee boxes, uh, Fran Hool from Pro Cup Signs, doing a great job for us, doing a big break for us in uh, what he's charging. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's been he's been wonderful. We dealt with him for years, but this here is a mission that he's uh, complimented himself as he's complimented uh, us with, and uh, we look forward to going down the road. Yes, even after the golf tournament, continue the support. Any other final thoughts? And once again, I can't thank you enough for your service. But any other final thoughts? Uh, we will be in touch, I'm sure. Well, appreciate it. I just want to leave my address again: one sixteen Maury Avenue here in Norwich. If anybody would like to donate. Uh, any amount, and also T-sponsored at 150, like Tom said, and uh, 
we just will appreciate all the funds so we can uh, get on to uh, helping some veterans that uh, have some medical problems. But uh, thank you to your listening audience, especially to you, Stu. All right. Take care, guys. Thank you, and appreciate all you're doing. Thank you.